0: Welcome to another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, along with David Van Bogen, we're back after our little week hiatus. Uh, had a, myself a show in Lansing that I completely forgot about until the week of the show.
1: I had a couple. And episodes. as you guys say,
0: you ended up in the <laughs> hospital. So even if we uh, even if we would have been able to uh, record, we would have been. Uh, I've
1: been out. Oh,
0: stop. Yeah.
1: Man. Oh, son of a bitch. You know, it was. Uh, that was a painful episode, man. I was in the hospital. Twice last week, uh, getting rid of two kidney stones. Uh, the one went okay. The other one was very stubborn. Yeah. And decided it was going to hang out for a little bit and uh, and rip up my kidneys a little bit. But they did some ultrasounds. I got some scar tissue in there from it, but nothing they want to go in and fix. So uh, that was a hell of a week, wasn't it?
0: How'd your show go? It was interesting. Well, oh. it was um, it was interesting. Okay. It was a Thursday night. Uh, we, we played it. I thought it was just a tattoo anniversary show. For a tattoo shop obviously, but uh it turns out this tattoo shop also does work with recovering drug addicts. <laughs> <laughs> right. So Oops So it's a completely dry show. Oh man. Yeah, it was just really weird. The crowd like there was a decent crowd, but they didn't really want to get into it. They just kinda of sat there. I had about five people by the end that got into it and were getting having a good time, but
1: how does a pro four 420- twenty Style band and an artist do a drug recovery center. I didn't know. <laughs> first of all,
0: luckily I didn't play, but any any of my like pro weed songs. Yeah, but I did have a T-shirt on with a blunt on it. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, oh, that's just great. Yeah, yeah. So
1: that was fun. Um, I mean, I don't consider weed a drug. No, anymore. me either. Obviously, um, but
0: but still. Yeah. Wow, we got some feedback. Got from, some feedback from our our, our guest here. here. So, <laughs> we should just uh, let's just bring them Let's in. just bring them on. So we are we're joined by our special guest, Mr. Ryan Dempsey. Our brother from the Great White North, otherwise known as the Grand Wizard of MMA. Yeah, the uh, the Grand Wizard of MMA.
2: The AK- bug, uh, Grand Wizard kind of sounds a little uh, I'm gonna sure go with that one.
0: Yeah, maybe that one. Uh, not so kkk <laughs> I, I, you know, I, yeah. I, I like the. Uh, I go with the Brain Man of MMA just because of how you just pull random stats the out of nowhere. Brain man of MMA.
1: I, I think that works I, I guess i was a little too racial
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i, I you, you did you use the uh what was it it was uh, dempsey door or something yes dempsey door the grand the grand know, wizard. The, the I the
2: of things they get me nowhere in life i just keep them there for fun
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it was good to, it's good to have you on we've been trying to get uh, ryan on here for a while and uh uh, it's going to be an excellent show
0: tonight. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, Ryan was supposed to come on a couple of weeks ago uh, to, to talk just some general MMA, but he had some uh, work issues come up. That was that was the day your uh, your cooler took a dump on you at work, right? Yeah, yeah. The freezer shut down. Oh,
1: and we're live, folks. So things are going to happen. Beep beep. Uh, we're gonna take care of this guys. We'll be right back in just one second.
0: Not so cool in the in the freezer. Yeah, when, when your freezer is doubling
2: as an oven, it's never a fun day. No
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> so we uh, we had the week off last week and we didn't get to mention that uh, in the uh, in the Holly Holmans Shevchenko fight, you were one of the only people really once again. Yeah. Picking the upset.
2: Yeah, that was uh, that was one of those ones that just to me, you know, it just made sense to me. Going back and looking at Holmes first two opponents, she never really looked overly good. Uh she got the you know, got a good performance against Ronda Rousey and then completely just dropped the ball at the end against Misha Tate, and then you're looking at her going up against another striker and a Muay Thai expert, someone that's not just gonna rush in and it just, for me, it just made sense to see Shevchenko, if not win, at least give her a, a lot of trouble. Yeah. And I think it was the second or third round when she split her open. It just really changed the dynamic of that the fight, se- and there was just no going back for Shevchenko there.
0: Yeah, the end of that second, those elbows, when she got her on the ground and split her open, it was... Yeah. You saw the light just fade out of Holly after that. But you had... she yeah, she looked like a different fighter. Oh completely you was
1: would... it uh, was it more of what you've seen in Holly not being able to perform or more of what you've seen in Shevchenko being able to beat that fighter
2: um, like I was even saying to Jeff before uh, it was at uh, one ninety six when Shevchenko fought uh, Nunes. and I mean she put out a great performance. Nunez got the win, but I think that was that Chevchenko's performance was kind of got tossed aside and now. Seeing Shevchenko against home people are now realizing that this girl this girl's legit and you know if she's not number one in that division which i don't think she is she's probably a fight or two away from possibly earning the F shot with the win or two
0: yeah that's the 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 thing about one thirty five especially like in comparison to to the strawway division for the women it's so murky up there at one thirty five because ultimately it all the whole Division hinges on Ronda coming back. We know if Ronda comes back, she's getting the automatic shot. But Valentina yeah. moved up yep. up to three from four, so she's sitting uh, right behind she moved Ronda. To three from seven. Oh, oh three, three from, from seven. Yeah. yeah, she moved up four spots. I'm sorry. Uh, so she's yeah sitting right there behind Ronda. If if they give Ronda the fight, I mean, I could see Shevchenko Misha for a title eliminator making perfect sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, done for that. And we had Nunez, it was it yesterday or today came out and said, you know, if she fights Tate again that's fine, if she fights Nunez or uh, Shevchenko, that's cool, but she wants Rousey. She said she wants her, you know, no balls in Ronda's court.
0: Yeah, it's all yeah. it's it's where it's always been, though. I mean, everything hinges. It's all on what Ronda wants to do. Even after her
1: loss, Ronda's uh, I think it's still in the eyes of at least a lot of fight fans, still considered the one to beat. Yeah, you know the the name to beat, yeah. and uh, the money's there with a the Ronda fight mm-hmm. as well. So I mean, it kind of makes sense on on both angles for Nunez wanting to overcome that hurdle and beating what they consider the best right now.
0: How how does yeah. the uh, how does the Shevchenko moving up make you feel for it bumping your uh, MMA wifey down to number five from a spot where she was sitting at? Kind of uh Julietta Pena clipping uh just right at that title shot and now they're not gonna they're gonna bump her down some more because Sherchenko moved up so far.
2: Yeah, um yeah I'm fine with them. I mean I mean Rocky Pennington, she's I mean she's just a scrapper, right? Like she, she she will win a couple, she'll lose a couple. For her to get a shot, I think it's a lot less likely. And it was always always be hard for her to get a shot, right? Um, but I mean, it's MMA, right? I and mean, you can go in there, you throw one punch in thirty seconds, and all of a sudden you got to win your number one. So I mean, especially like you said, one thirty five, you got home, you got Pena, you got Rousey. She comes back, you got Shevchenko, you got Pennington. You have a lot of, of girls at one thirty five that Did we lose you again. Are going to clamor for that shot? And I think we're going to see a lot of good fights in the next few months. And that divisions are going to
0: open up. Very much. I mean, there's a lot of good potential fights between from number four down. You know, like you said, Rocky's sitting there at eight. She's, she could fight a McMahon, a, a Zagato. Carmouche has been there for a
2: while. Yep. Oh, yeah, I Carmouche. about yeah, Carmouche. Yeah. is sitting
0: at eight. McMahon's at seven. Cats at six. Pena and home at five and four, respectively. So, I mean, I would like to see, a, you know, even. Give Rocky a shot back at Holly now that she's on a two-fight losing streak. Let I think Rocky yeah. now could beat that Holly home that she fought.
2: I think, and I I, I do admit that there is maybe a, a little bit of bias, but every time I go back and watch that that home Pennington fight, I just don't see home winning it. No,
1: no. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that
2: share that same thing. Could be either
1: way. Oh, we'll technical difficulty. What well, we're using Facebook? We're using, yeah, we're using the you internet
0: know. internationally. So, nonetheless, um, we'll try to push through it as,
1: as best we can and, and keep Ryan on here. Uh, we may have to try a different.
0: Yeah, we might have to try a different role for, for next time. But uh, let's let's get big, get into breaking down the fights. Uh, UFC two hundred one over this weekend. And we now have a new welterweight champion as Tyron Woodley with a f- brutal first-round knockout of Robbie Lawler. And uh, our friend, like we said it earlier, Mr. Mister Dempsey here, one of the only ones riding with Tyron Woodley. And uh, I-, I tried to talk you out of it. I personally thought the way Robbie's been fighting lately and all the wars he's been through that I just didn't think that Tyron had what it took to stand in there with him, but... He uh, he ultimately proved me wrong and a lot of us wrong. Well,
2: and the thing is, like the, the guy, will you know, I'll be honest. I I did tell you uh, that I thought Holler would win, but for me, my heart was with Woodley. I thought he'd been you know, he has been through it. He earned the shot. He got it. I want I personally did want to see him win. Uh, I thought it was going to be a little longer than two and a half minutes, but yeah. I mean, once the referee stood them back up, once the referee stood them up, it just, it was it. Yeah. It was, it was just, it was almost weird to see uh, Lawler out, out boxed in that way.
1: You know, when they, when, um, I, I was watching it. I just got home from the hospital. I was really doped up into a lot of payments. I was watching it, and the first angle that I seen it at, when Woodley knocked him down and then started firing on him, I thought, I was like, the, why'd the ref call him out? It looked like. Lawler was blocking, it looked like he was okay, and about ready to stand up. Then they showed that other angle from behind, where it showed Robbie's legs buckle, yeah. they showed him hit the ground, It showed him try to get back up, and he was stumbling around, he thought the fight was still on, he had no oh, idea yeah. what was going on, and it was like, you know what, that fight was over.
0: Oh, here's here's a fun yeah, thing. That... Oh, go ahead, Ryan.
2: Oh, no, yeah, I was just going to say, like, it, like, when he went, like, it was weird, I think this the scene dropped so fast. That was like that for me. Was like, oh, this like he's in trouble, and you know, yeah, like uh, like they said when he when the referee st- jumped in, and stuff like you, you always think to wonder now, is it too soon? But when you see him try to stand up and can, it, you know, that it was over. The referee de- he made the right call.
0: Oh, that was, that was a very good stoppage. I had some technical difficulties watching it because the PlayStation event viewer app decided to crash on us. Um, eight times through the entire pay per view, but oh. crashed right before Woodley stopped the uh. fight. I turned it back on just after he had stood up and started celebrating, like because I had to close the app and restart it up. And yeah, I was a little pissed. Really, I got to rewatch it obviously because <laughs> I had I'd rented the pay per view for twenty four hours. But yeah, yeah, they got a stern email from me. Uh, I bet demanding a refund.
1: <laughs> you missed the main. Part of the That's what event. I said. I
0: was like, I was like, I can accept the fact that it crashed eight times, and it crashed during some fights, but never during anything crucial. I missed the knockout and a crowning of a new champion live because <laughs> bullshit.
1: What?
2: Good old technology. Yeah, you gotta love it. <laughs> gotta
0: love it. Um, I, I could. I was in shock. I couldn't believe that Woodley did it in the way he did it. I did tell my friends that I watched the fights with. I'm like, if Woodley's gonna win. He's got to knock him out in the first round because if it gets out of the second, his gas tank is unproven, and we know Robbie just gets stronger as the fight goes
1: on. That's The the difference, I think, you see between a guy like Woodley and a guy like Lawler is Woodley's Woodley's a a great technician, and and, uh, Lawler's a great fighter. Right. And fighters always continue to move out. As the rounds go, they want more and more to fight. Yeah and he will continue to commit you like a bulldog right. through five. And he's been through five. And I don't—I look back, and Woodley, I don't think if he's had a five-round fight, it was maybe one, but I don't think
0: it was any when I looked back. No, I, not that I can think of Tyron hasn't been even been booked for any five. Ryan years. would know. Say, Ryan.
2: <laughs> uh, the only one I can think of was when he was knocked out by Marquardt, but that was in the fourth round back in that strike force.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot about strike I can't, I can't think
2: if he's gone farther than four rounds. I think four four was the longest he's gone.
1: This is why we keep you
0: around.
2: You know that, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I you are. I my check in the mail, by the way.
0: <laughs> there's There's beer on its way. Yeah. Some good, some good Michigan craft brewers. Drink s- on my tap, We're right? setting, we're setting up to Canada. You, you know, if we could just get you close enough to Michigan, you'd just be on the show with us anyway.
2: Oh, you never know; anything can happen in the future, right?
0: Yeah, we got room on the couch. Yeah, there's plenty of room down here on the couch for you.
2: No, well, I don't even need a couch; just need a pillow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I mean, Robbie and Woodley. Not expected by by a lot, I guess. Even you know Vegas odds, obviously in mm-hmm. in Lawler's favor. Um, this was the fifth, sixth, or maybe seventh title change that we've had already this year.
0: Yeah, or eighth. It could, yeah. I mean, it could be
1: higher.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I feel mean, like if you if you if your name isn't yoana or Mighty Mouse, you're. The titles in jeopardy.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. I was talking to Everett last night about this. I was telling him we were going to do a show today, and you know we were going to have Ryan on, and he should take make sure he listens to it. And I told him the same exact thing. I said, "Look, man, in the evolution of MMA in 2016, if you're not you want or might Mouse, forget it. Your belt's in jeopardy." Yeah, no, you know those those two are pretty much solidified as if they want to lose it, it's going to have to be because they want to lose it and move up and do
0: something else. Yeah, it's it's kind of nice, you know. For- to yep. have that, this this changeover going on in MMA, because for so long, you know, Anderson, GSP, Aldo, Aldo uh, Ronda, you know, Kane was champion, I mean, for a long time, mostly because he was injured, but you know, we have these long reigning champions, and now we're starting even, to find Even
2: guys like, uh, like, guys like BJ Penn, too. Yep.
0: Yeah. Matt, he, you know, he, I mean, especially even in the welterweight... I mean, this is only what our fourth champion in the last ten plus years, yeah. Partly, mostly
1: because
2: of GSP. Yeah, because Hughes would have been what like, oh, like two thousand five. Like, like, yeah, you're looking like at 12 years, and you have yeah, you have five champions, six champions. Like it's not like it's it's I think it's good for the sport too to see the light shine on other guys. Yeah,
0: very good. Yeah, six, I guess you because you got to count the uh, the uh, Matt Sarah. Week long title, uh, <laughs> the fiasco. <Yeah>. Right?
2: <laughs> if you blink, you miss his reign.
0: Yeah, yeah. I did. What he had one one defense against GSP and lost it. No, no, no. no. He he just beat GSP,
2: and then uh, he was supposed to defend against Hughes. He got hurt, and then uh, GSP got the interim belt, and then he unified them. The they didn't do anything. He won right. the belt just to get hurt back to GSP. That's yep. right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. So, <clears throat> Tyron now. Is our champion? He looking forward already, and, and we've we've both personally had this conversation with you and each other. On the post-fight show, he's sitting there. Wonder Boy calls him out. You know, how about you and I in November? Let's let's do this. And he says, "Nah, man, you and you, you wanted to fight Robbie so badly. You and Robbie can fight to earn the right to fight me. I'm gonna go for a big money fight. I don't either want to fight Nick Diaz here in." 20 days, or I want to fight GSP and get that paper. Ballsy
2: is yeah. a nice term. Um, uh, like I, like I, I said to you, uh, I definitely agree with Woodley in the sense that you know let's get him paid because you see that you know you, you have these number of contenders and you have champions that are walking out with twenty thousand, which is don't look just so ridiculous. Right. You know go. up Get get that big payday, but at the same time, you gotta be the champ. You got you gotta champ up, you gotta fight number one, whoever's there, take them on. You don't like, you, you can't just say no, nah, you, you can't say where he was waiting eighteen months to get the shot now you're gonna have a guy that you're just gonna wash to the side just because he picked against you.
0: Yeah. You can you can tell a lot of it it's just a lot of spite and anger because the dude explicitly said he wants to fight Robbie. Styles make fights, yeah. man. He knows. He knows. Robbie's Style plays right into his kitchen. He didn't. Ask, I mean, and
1: it was it was Cormier. Whoever asked him didn't ask him um, if he preferred the fight of each one because of who they were or how much money they could make. He asked him which style matched up yeah. best. With who do you want to fight? And and Wonder Boy said, yeah. I think Lawler's <laughs> style of standing in front of me makes sense because that's the guys that I eat up.
0: Right. Yep. That's yeah. It.
2: And yeah. you take a look at the last wrestler that uh, Wonderboy was matched up against was Johnny Hendricks, and he didn't have a chance he had a takedown. No. And Tyrone likes to take fights to the ground if he can, and Wonderboy's proven that he can keep you at distance and strike where he wants to strike. And, like, what was the, the quote that he said? Uh, you want to fight for money? That's cool. I'll put my foot upside your head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> love it. That's Oh, that's I great. love Wonderboy. That's great. And, and he's a deserving champion. The guy is... Has beaten the beaten handily two of the last three title contenders. Yeah, you know he whooped Johnny Hendricks in a minute and something that a former champion, a and former of champion himself. And of himself that it took Robbie Lawler two five round fights to win and beat the crap out of Rory for yeah yeah. It was who was and that
2: Rory fight that was that was a big one too for Rory because that would have put him right back at number one to take on the winner of Woodley Lawler would have given him the new contract with a big payday, yeah. and Wonderboy said, no, 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 happening. this is nope. my show now. I
0: run this division.
1: I I, I think, and I'm pretty sure I, I can speak for all of us, I think that Wonderboy deserves that, Absolutely. that title shot, that next title shot.
0: I think Woodley's a little afraid. Yeah. I, I think he's afraid. He's seen what the oh, dude is doing in the division, as well he should be. And instead you're electing well, you, to... You show me the top...
2: You show me the top 10 welterweights in the UFC, and you tell me one that's not afraid of Wonder Boy, and I show you a liar.
0: Exactly. Thank you. Could have said it better. You understand, my friend. I'd rather fight a guy who's been suspended for 18 months or a guy who hasn't fought in three years over the number one contender sitting right in front of me. Okay.
2: That being said, I wouldn't mind seeing Diaz back in the octagon getting his title shot. I mean, he doesn't deserve it. No, not, not a chance, but... Oh, I'd mind seeing Smack Woodley a you know, little stocking, stocking slab or <laughs> smack talk, and you know, why not?
1: I I enjoy seeing either one of the Diaz boys fight. They're they're entertaining. I what would else?
0: like to see Diaz and your boy GSP fight again, personally.
2: I mean, yeah, that, you know, the the first fight was pretty much how you thought it was going to go. Oh yeah, uh, but now you're looking at a GSP that's been away for two and a half years. You have a Diaz was coming off of a loss and a suspension. What's going on? It's a much more of a level playing field than the GSP was at the top of his game, training like an idiot to, to keep the belt and that. And it would definitely be entertaining to see them go at it again.
0: Big money fight for both of them. Very big money fight for sure. And the uh, so let's move on to speaking of uh, title contenders in uh, our co-main event, Carolina. Co- oh my God! I knew All I. Quits. I I practiced that one. <laughs> I knew you did. Carolina and Rose Namajunas took on each other for the right to get beaten by Juana Jedwab. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I said it. I, I've been saying it for weeks. I, I ride with Thug. I was with Thug on this fight. I love her, but she was not ready to go against Juana, and obviously, she wasn't ready for Carolina either.
2: No, and uh, that was. Her second—it was Carolina's second fight in, in recent months too, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yep.
0: Yeah, she was. Uh, She's been laid off for a while. And finding out her last loss was to Joanna and the amateurs, so that's a crazy fun stat.
2: Yeah.
1: And uh, Jeff here is Twitter friends with Rose. Yep. So they kind of you know. They got that bond. I'm
0: just, I'm waiting to call giving her a couple of days to kind of heal up before I send her that encouragement tweet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll, let Pat, we'll let Pat Berry console you for a little while then I'll, I'll talk to you on Twitter. I
1: love, and I love Thug. I think Thug has got an enormous amount of talent and even more heart than anything. Um, uh, going to this fight, she was she was just simply outclassed on her feet Absolutely. in this fight. Um, she scored, I think, the only takedowns of the fight, but when it comes to standing up and aggression in the, the striking game, Carolina just out out-gunned her. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Yeah, and you have to wonder, like, if, if you are losing to a contender on the feet, good luck against Joanna. Exactly.
1: Exactly, yeah.
2: Because she will just have some fun. She'll just have some... She'll take 25 minutes of sparring practice, say thank you very much, and walk back out with the gold.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, there was only one person that I felt... In that uh, 115 division that had a chance to beat Joanna, and I picked her, and it was Claudia. Looking up and down it now, I can't pick anybody. No, that I think is is ready or willing or, or even able to defeat Joanna um, in in a five round or even a three. If it, you know, it doesn't matter. Exactly, they can't they can't beat Joanna. And um, this fight, is...
2: honestly, I want I want to see uh, uh, Gadela those two fights were close.
0: They were up and
2: down. I mean, the only reason why Yawana's champion right now is just because of some interesting judging, really.
1: On the first, on the first fight, right. I, 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 there's a lot of people that would agree with the fact that Yawana uh, didn't win that first fight. It all depends on
0: how you yeah. score. And that's it, the weird thing about not having set guidelines with takedowns, right? Because some that score did, yeah. some score takedowns very highly. Some, it depends on how much you, what you do with that takedown, where I think, especially in the first fight, Claudia took her down a lot, but yeah. there wasn't a lot of damage and control. Ioana got back up
2: fairly. And, and even when you're on the ground, how many times do you see the guy take him down, lay there for two and a half minutes, referee stands him up, takes him down again. Yep. The yeah. other guy's doing all the work. And the guy on top's getting the round.
0: Yep, right. Lay just,
2: just for just for taking the
0: nap. Lay him pray. So that's it. Yeah. So we'll we'll see Carolina in there against Joanna soon. Uh, I'm wondering if they'll try to do that one somewhere in Poland. Put it on Fight Pass. You got two Polish powerhouses.
1: Yeah. It would make sense. It'll make a lot of sense money
0: wise. Joanna doesn't that, sell.
2: Yeah, that was the rumor that I heard on uh, Sunday or Monday morning. They were talking. Yeah, Dana said Poland. It makes the most sense for that fight, and it does. Oh
0: yeah, absolutely. Joanna doesn't. She's got a following here, but she doesn't sell pay-per-views. I mean, no strawweights really sell pay-per-views no. or or fights. That's why they got to put them. No, they you, put
2: them, you put them on Fox. You put them on FS1. You put them on the the Fight Pass. Yep. You just you take a minor loss for the for the sake of a title fight, but you still you go to Poland. You're going to sell that thing out in seconds. If you got you got the Polish champion and Polish number one contender like, there's yeah. the UFC history right there yeah. and we lost 10 two Polish guys are fighting for the uh, two Polish fighters are going for the bout right <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it makes it's perfect sense I mean especially uh, on, you look at it on paper Polish fighter Polish fighter do it in Poland yep what could
0: go wrong you're gonna sell yeah, you you're go. gonna sell out the stadium your TV ratings in Poland are gonna be amazing whether you put it on Fight Pass or FS1 people are gonna watch it, it'll yeah. I think it'll do great um I think the ra- the ratings
2: have to show too that if there's nothing else on for the for a fight fan it's a Sunday or Saturday night they throw it on with the free fight you know, you don't have to drop sixty seventy 70 bucks why not
0: Yeah yeah exactly yeah so, <laughs> in the uh the third fight of the uh, main card Jake Ellenberger saved his job
1: Wow
2: I think that, that's really putting it lightly really I think that was like, that's a career saver for him
0: well I mean he had, he had already technically had been released and brought back before right. 201 which we find out later he had begged for his job um, great performance on Ellenberger's part he, you have
2: to love that eh yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I'm going to say one word that described this fight to me: shocking. Very. I did not expect Ellenberger yeah. one to win, and I did not expect Ellenberger to win as quickly and as the way that he did. With a probably, when you talk about toughness, one of the more tough guys that you'll ever see. Yep. And uh, durable guys it that you'll ever see.
2: It was. It can you imagine you, Jake Ellenberger, Dana White giving you your walking papers? You say, "Come on, give me one more, one more shot, one more shot." And you like, "Okay, fine. Here's uh, here's Matt Brown. Go have fun. We're gonna throw you. Oh, in fight way. to save your career. Yeah, <laughs> like, good luck, sink or swim. The guy you don't want to save your career against is Matt Brown. I mean, it definitely looked like it definitely looked like the Ellenberger of like you know four or five years ago when they were talking about GSP the Ellenberger and it and it could be the end of GSP's reign before everything just kind of fell apart for him."
0: Yeah, Ellenberger. I mean, outside of that nasty choke of Josh Koscheck, he's definitely been on the snide. You know, he's a three fight losing streak going into this one. So, I
2: and really be- beating Koscheck today really doesn't have as much strength as it used to. No, no. Like, if you if you were, if you were to say to someone like you know you've lost five of six and your only win was against Koscheck, was on the back nine of his career, yeah. They, uh, not a lot of guys would be Lining up to fight Matt Brown
0: No Absolutely not Matt Brown is not the guy you want Against Across the cage from you Ever Right Ever
2: No oh. Unless your name's Robbie Lawler Because he had some fun with that fight
0: This, this <laughs> is very true I was I was very impressed With Elberger's performance I thought He came out with a great game plan Those kicks to the body And oh, It was a liver kick, kick that Yeah a liver kick That finished him <laughs> It was a nasty liver kick. There were some pretty good knockouts on this card. Yeah, especially in the early fights.
2: Oh, that, that Anthony Hamilton!
0: Hoo-hoo. Oh man, yeah, we'll we'll get to that one, but I don't know <laughs> what the uh, Krylov kick, the Krylov, yeah, the Krylov kick, especially. Um, good win for Ellerberger. Oh, I really, one. I really don't know what it does for him though. <clears throat> they could still release.
1: I mean. They may not even keep him around after that win. I mean, he fought to save his, I mean, beyond save his career, he he, he lost his his job, and, and they give him this one fight, but they say, okay, on the banks of this one fight, we're going to rehire you and, and try to give you another run, or they just say, you know what, you did win, but we don't see anything left for you. I mean, Ellenberger's kind of in that spot yeah, where I you think, never know. Man, there
2: are some guys, there are definitely some guys in the division who are, in that same boat. Like, I could see them setting up uh, Ellenberger, maybe like Eric Silva, something like, like some enough fight against two guys They want to, you know, win or go home kind of yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, right. As I say, just keep throwing Ellenberger and lose or leave Towns matches and see what happens.
2: <laughs> That's it, yeah. Things slip on a pole, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: We love wrestling, yeah. you guys. We're, we're wrestling fans, too. We're allowed to be.
0: There was, a a couple of, uh, a couple of good uh, lighter weight fights that kicked off the main card, the Francisco Rivera and Eric Perez fight. Uh, I was really impressed with how dominating Perez was. There was Francisco Rivera had no answers for anything that Nothing. Perez did in this fight. Nothing. No, not at all. I mean, just 147 out of 259 strikes, 54 out of 156, significant. Their significant strikes were pretty matching, but it was just the total output that Perez was putting on, two of six for the takedowns.
1: Beat him on output, beat him on aggression, beat him on takedowns. I mean, he, he dominated them on every level Absolutely. that you're looking for to get a decision victory. Uh, Perez won that. Yep.
2: It, it was uh, almost, to me, it was almost like deal was trying to do like a, uh, like a spotlight fight that you know, kind, of, kind of get the light more onto some of these other guys now. Yeah. You have, you have like, uh, some nice guys coming up right now that throw them on the pay-per-view, throw them up against the guy who was a, you know, a little over the hill and just show the world what this guy can do. And now, now, you, now you have yourself like, a possible superstar in the making. Or exactly. you at least set yourself up for another fun fight.
1: That's definitely what I mean. What they've done here and what they're doing with a lot of other fighters, and it makes sense. You got to look for the future, and you got to keep yep. building stars. Build your stars. And this was another way of doing yeah, that. Yeah, and Eric yeah. Perez looked great.
0: He did. He was really impressive in this fight. Yeah. I've been impressed with Perez in his last few, and he just keeps getting better. I was really surprised kicking off the main card with this uh, Ryan Benoit and Freddie Serrano. I don't know what the hell Freddie Serrano was doing in that cage on Saturday night. <laughs> His style was just... He was just throwing bombs to throw bombs the entire <laughs> fight. And Benoit just stayed back, stayed out of the pocket, and picked him apart because he had longer reach.
2: I think it was, oh, I was... i on. say one thing. If you uh, talk talking to the Great Way North, it would be Benoit.
1: I was just going to say, I know. that. I was just going to say, know. I have a hard time. <laughs> I was struggling the whole time of calling him Benoit because you know, that, it's Benoit.
2: I was in the early 2000s here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have a hard time calling him uh, Ryan Benoit as well. It, it'll always be Benoit to me. Um, but. I, I could not figure out even, you know,
2: even. I will refuse to do it just because.
0: <laughs> well, he, with you being the resident Canadian, you have to represent. We can we can just uh, polish it off on being American and.
1: Yeah. well, we're Michigan, so we're just that close to right. Canada where we can we can call it Benoit and get away with it.
2: Yeah. But I I I practiced
1: before this because I knew... exactly. I knew for a fact I was going to call him Benoit this fight. I knew it, so I practiced the whole time. Benoit. 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 But over and over again.
0: And taking the fight on short notice as well. I mean, he got in there with like 12 days notice or something like that. Mm -hmm. Good for him for keeping the gas up, and he did a good job. But it just... Freddie Serrano was insane. I don't know why his corner was not stopping him. It
2: definitely seems, though... What were you saying? Yeah, say, you know, it, definitely, it definitely seems lately, you look at these guys who take the fights on short notice, they're the ones that have been performing better lately, whereas in the past, these are the guys that, oh, they step up, they sit there on short notice, first round they lose, now you're seeing these guys is actually the opposite. Right. Yeah, I so mean... Does, they, now, nowadays, you're, you, you have to stay in fighting year-round because you don't know when you're going to get that call and you're going to get that shot. And... I think uh, the Serrano was probably a little more like, well, what do I do now? I got to knock him out. I can't risk it. And I'm costing him.
0: It cost him up. horribly. Yeah. Like, I can see trying early and even trying late, but it was just like every round he's just winging every punch in. And it was it was just, it was a stupid strategy on his part and his corner's part. So, good win for Benoit. Benoit. What, what did you guys think overall of the main card? Um. Main card, I thought was uh, I give it a solid B plus. It was a good night of fights. I mean, yeah. the, the, I thought some of the action in the early prelims was a little better, but uh, you know the 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 the, the, the Serrano fight was just so weird and a weird fight to kick off the card the way it was going. But uh, I thought the Rivera and Perez fight was a lot of fun. Obviously I was shocked by Ellenberger, I. Uh,
1: the The co-main was, was great. And then obviously the, the big wow in the main event for some of us wow. Some of us I knew it. Yeah, yeah. some of us some of us <laughs> didn't have to throw their
0: beer at their T V <laughs> <laughs>
2: And some of us knew it was gonna happen twenty four hours in advance. Yeah, as I say, you you just
1: I said I'm taking Ryan to Vegas.
0: Schools. That's what I
2: told him yesterday.
0: <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you guys just focus on all the ones I get right. I was like, yeah, because you get the big ones right. I'm going to start laying bets based on your fucking picks.
2: <laughs> and, and this is my rule of thumb. If you win, I get a portion, but if you lose, I owe you nothing.
0: <laughs> I like your stipulation. You can at least cook me dinner if I lose.
2: Um, I, I, I believe I have promised you one of my poutine pizzas,
0: right? That is true. Right. This is true. You have yes. promised me one of your poutine pizzas. Ryan is a uh, is a chef. For those of you guys that haven't heard us talk about it before, so I've seen this food. It makes me hungry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> all right. So we got a couple couple fights from the prelims. We're going to talk about, and then we'll get into some picks. Uh, what a way to end the prelims right here oh, for man. Nikita Kralov with a disgusting oh. head kick of Ed Herman. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that was
2: just absolutely, I mean, you yeah, know like, how much of that was Ed Herman's career catching up to him? I he, think, he, you know, he's, he's been there for a while, but Kralov now was like something like five straight stoppages, than of them we're in the first round. Like this, it's just a matter of time before he's going to get a top five, top three guy.
0: Yeah, they have to start looking at giving him somebody up there in the top. At least you yeah. know, not not somebody like Ed Herman. He doesn't need a gatekeeper anymore. It's time to start testing this boy's talent.
2: That's it. Especially when you're looking at uh, a lead heavyweight division. That's like you know, probably the least intriguing division right now. I mean, you get past Cormier, you get past Rumble, Gustafson maybe, if John Jones can keep the needles away from his ass, (laughs) maybe maybe we can have some good fights coming up, but we got to get the youth in that division, and, and Krylov is right there.
1: I agree. Yeah, well, it's time to get some some youth up there because you got you got aging guys up in that division like Glover and, mm-hmm. and some other guys where they're yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're still good but they're in their mid to late thirties and they're they're starting to be on the backside of their career
0: and they've all beat the hell out of each other, right? You know what I mean? I mean, and
2: that's the thing. Like you look at the guys in that uh, during Jones's reign. You know, he beat a lot of great fighters, but like you said, the, the, all the guys that he beat were in their late 30s, and he's in his mid-20s. Like, there was no one his age he's fighting. The
1: That's only one fight. that was close was probably Gustafson. Gustafson. Yeah, we saw a yeah, fight. Yeah, And there was a lot of people that thought Gustafson <clears throat> won that fight, too. And, and you know, they may have a point. He, he tested him more than anybody else did, if
0: nothing else. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Uh, and that was, the. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, and that was, of course, the only fight that John Jones decided to completely skip training camp. So, I mean, right. you got to wonder how close that fight would have been had he decided to take it seriously.
0: Yeah, he definitely yeah. did not take Gustafson seriously whatsoever, and it showed in his performance. But like, like you said, and it was a great point, we, we need to see Nikita Kurlov get a good contender and test this, what this kid can do.
2: Yeah. This was a the fight well, I mean, you, right now. You're talking Glover Rumble. Winner's gonna get number one. Yep. I, I I don't need to really see Rumble get tired in the third round and choked out again. No. I don't need to see Glover get tired throwing bombs again. Like it's like that that knockout that head kick was so so dirty.
1: oh, well, oh man, that rattled him bad. I mean he's. Obviously, feeling that one for days. It after. got me excited. Like, I yeah. jumped
0: up off the couch and was like, oh my god. So, you, excited. you could
2: actually see the light switch flip off. Right? Yeah, right. And that's exactly. what hit his yep. head. The eyes were shut and his face clamped. That was it.
0: Yep. His legs went stiff as a board and he was done for. Speaking of guys that, that yeah. got beaten on pretty bad, uh, Jorge Masvidal did some damage to Ross Pearson. Which is saying something because oh. Ross Pearson's been damaged for a long time. Yeah, he beat him. I mean, he yeah, beat Ross him up Pearson so bad. He
2: is a tough guy, and when when you have him walk into your corner raising his arms,
0: <laughs> he thought like, the fight was
2: over. That's not a good sign.
0: No, in the second round, not at all. Not at all. What were you gonna say? Well, so he no. got
1: he got beat up so bad in the second that. I thought he was out. Yeah, I thought he was done, and uh, he kept getting—he kept getting back up. And he was, you know, he was noodle-legged a little bit, a little wobble-legged, and he was just trying to make himself look like he was still in the fight. But I mean, he was—he was out of it. He He was out of it too. He thought the fight was over. I. I've never seen anyone do that where at the end of the second they thought the fight was over so they go to the other guy's corner put their hands up and, yeah, we're done here. Yep. There's... You know, I mean, I've seen people continue fighting yeah. when they get knocked out yep. and stuff like that, but I've never seen it like that before.
2: That's almost like, uh, that's like the, uh, the Anderson and Silva Bisbing.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: you know, just like, or even what was the other, the, uh, the, who's Paul Harris there back in Brazil and, I forget who he was fighting with, Dan Miller, and just decided to jump on the fence and celebrate, and so he's like, no, 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 you gotta keep going here.
0: (laughs) Who pulls out a Paul Harris Dan Miller reference? This guy. Good God, man! (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's a fight I completely forgot Um, even happened, and you're like... I lost that one, too. you talk about it like it's Bonner freaking Griffin or something. (laughs)
2: <laughs> come on. Oh, come on! It was an iconic moment. You yeah. have an idiot jumping on the sun yeah. celebrating when the referee's saying, "No, you got. You still got to keep going."
0: Because it's <laughs> the only fight where Paul Harris didn't cheat. Yeah. Oh, he's so dirty. Figure that one out, eh? Yeah, I know, right? So I don't know what you do if you're Ross Pearson. You've lost two fights in the last like month. Um, yeah. Both of them, not great performances by you. uh Osmond, it was a great fight he, for him, but I don't know what you do with, with Pearson. I really don't. Yeah,
2: Pearson, Pearson's like he might be in that same position as Ellenberger is now, pull him aside, say, you know what, one more fight, you lose, or sorry. You know, he's had, he, I mean, he's, a, he's always a fun fighter, and that's the hard thing for you know for the UFC. You have these guys that <laughs> they're not afraid to throw down, they're not afraid to scrap, not but afraid at the, the same it. time, yeah. they're just losing.
0: Yeah, not afraid to jump up and take a fight on short notice. You as gotta, I mean in this case. You want to keep some guys like that around
1: because you need guys that are willing to do that. Uh, take those short minutes and
0: uh, last minute fight yeah. notice. But you don't want to watch the guy get beat anymore.
2: Yeah, and he's definitely at the point now where he's falling down the card. He's not going to be on the main card. He's not going to be main eventing the prelims. He's going to be early prelim, probably fight pass probably his best shot would be just take fights in England where he's a draw still. Yep.
0: That's uh that's a great strategy. What about uh you can leave it there. Bill. What about Masvidal though? Where where do you see him going next? You can you change. Know, what uh what do you think um uh, Sorry. Where do you think they're going to who do you think they match up Masvidal with next coming back into this fold here?
2: Yeah, uh, for me it's interesting. He's such he's such a fun fighter. I can see a couple of fights probably that the OC wanna to put together for him, but I can also see him waiting for that that one of those top guys again, like another guy who wants a top five competitor, take that run to the to the strap while he's while he's got this momentum going with them. You know, one fifty five is pretty wide open with with uh, Alvarez's champ, Numeg uh at number one. Yeah, Ferguson RDA. You know, you can throw him against some of those guys. He can have a fun fight, but he's got to get there, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and it's it is it's such a deep division. There. there, are guys, you know, guys like Kevin Lee, guys like Alia Quinta, Michael Chiesa. You know, yeah. the top fifteen is is a shark tank. Will yeah. Brooks is there now. You know, yeah. It's.
2: They go through Will Brooks' hospital. There you go, that'd be a fun one.
0: If Will Brooks gets past this uh, Olivera fight, I could see them trying to line that one up. Um, Why this, not? Yeah. This one ended in a quick 15 seconds. <laughs> uh, Anthony Hamilton just utterly destroyed Damian Grabowski. Grub-
2: and you know, like, honestly, after the first five seconds, you didn't know who was going out. But he knew one of them was going, right? Exactly. was going a minute. Yeah, these when it was a matter of who hits who first, and that was going to be it.
0: These two set a pace for like this is not going to be a decision fight. This isn't even going to be a (laughs) first full first rounder. Um, not a lot to talk about. I mean, only eleven strikes landed for Hamilton, and that was all it took to put this one out. I. uh, I got nothing else to really say about it. It was a good yeah, knockout. Yeah,
1: it was so quick. They really—I mean—you you can't say much. They swung. Uh, Hamilton won.
0: Yeah, came over. I do before we uh, before we move on out of the prelims. I do want to talk about Wilson Reese or uh, uh, Reese for a moment, though. That that was a really impressive performance for him. For a guy that didn't need to take this fight, he was supposed to fight Mighty Mouse. Supposed to get a championship fight. And took the fight anyway, dropped all the way down to the, you know, the opening of the prelims on FS2, and still went out there and put on a great performance.
2: Yeah, uh, for me, seeing that, like, he got uh, so much slack going into the, the Mighty Mouse fight, because Mighty Mouse has beaten all the big names, and all of a sudden you're throwing out Wilson Reese, who I think at the time was ten, number 10 or maybe even lower than that, and everyone just thought, what's the point? And this was him saying, this is what I got. This is why I was no more contender. And when Johnson's done beating the Austin fighter winner,
0: I'll be give in.
2: me my shot. Yep, yeah,
0: and I, and I definitely, going into it, I was one of those people that was like, who the hell, why, they're just they're so hard up for 125-pounders for to fight Mighty Mouse. They're throwing in Wilson Reese. And he cemented it for me. I'm like, yeah, I would like to watch Wilson Reese fight him. Absolutely. Overall, we and didn't, knows, right?
2: anyone can get caught. Exactly. And he and, and, and Reese proved it the, on Saturday night. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um. So uh, that's. I think we don't really need to talk about the early prelims. I mean, there was a freaking draw for God's sakes.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> and uh, Michael Buffer screwed up the call and announces a winner, and then he says, <laughs> "Oh, we have a majority for your winner." A majority draw. <laughs> you don't see My those very often. No, our Bruce. Yes, yeah, sorry. Thank you. It's been a long day.
2: Here. Bruce, Here, you're looking at the early '90s boxing.
0: Oh. <laughs> he still comes around for the big ones. He busts yeah. out. He busts out the white the white tuxedo for the big ones. Yeah. yeah uh, so that's uh, that's our two hundred one breakdown. We got some fights this weekend on FS One.
1: Touch on a couple of those. Yeah, we're going
0: to touch on a couple of them. The main card headlined by number thirteen Yari Rodriguez taking on Bruce Leroy himself. Um, I just I don't. You and I were talking pretty extensively about Bruce Leroy yesterday, and uh, yeah, I I don't. I, I, I mean, logically, to pick Rodriguez is the smartest thing to do, but. Bruce Leroy is one of those guys that when he shouldn't win the fight, he's a wild card. He is. It's an absolute. Well, you looked
2: at the. That, you know, we were talking earlier about taking the fights on short notice. He was, I think, what ten, twelve days notice, and he stepped up against Cole Miller yep. at one ninety nine and just made it look like Cole Miller was uh, like a rookie. Yeah, his he performance. Just, like Bruce Leroy, had that, that was the performance of his career.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's. That Cole Miller performance shocked the hell out of me because I thought Cole Miller was going to destroy him, especially at him. short notice. Absolutely, and, you know, stepping in for BJ, all the problems that that fight had, had to happen. Oh, that was a nightmare. That was yeah. an absolute nightmare, and then just destroyed him. He destroyed Cole Miller. But I don't, I don't see him doing that against a guy like Yari Rudder. You guys, the I know you're pretty the high on him
2: for me. To... Alex Casera said, "It gets be like you, you don't know how to take him because he's got like a, like a seven and six record in the UFC. He, he will lose three in a row and then win three in a row, and then drop one. Like he's just so up and down. You see the performance he had against uh, Sergio Pettis, the one uh, the cornered French, but then you see another fight and it's the exact opposite." He looks like he has no idea what he's doing in there. Like his fight against uh, Uriah. Oh yeah, I mean that's just, uh, you're looking at that one where he was maybe winning on the judges' scorecard, depending on who's judging it, and then much like home against Tate, just threw it away.
0: Yeah, just shot his load. So what's uh? Dave, what's your pick for this fight?
1: I'm taking the safe pick and Yar Rodriguez, um, eight and one record. I think he's going to continue to improve on that. Uh, Caceres is a legit challenge to him because he is so unorthodox and he's he's not your standard guy you train against. You know, yeah. you're not training against a striker or a wrestler. You're training against a guy who's just all over the place. But I like Yar Rodriguez in this, and I think he I think he gets the victory.
2: Brian? Yeah, I gotta agree. I think uh Yeah uh, takes it. Uh I don't know if it's gonna be as flashy as that flying head kick that we saw the last time <laughs> he was out there. Uh but I I just I think he's just gonna get too much trouble to Caceres.
0: Yeah. I agree. I'm I'm picking Rodriguez as well. I think he's just got too many tools and too many weapons for Caceres. I do see this one I probably think this Oh yeah, big 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 win for Rodriguez if he gets it. I see it going to the yeah, to the judges, obviously, because well, both so, well, these this guys is the name. This is
2: the name on his res Yeah. He, now, he If he can beat Caceres now he has the name.
0: Yes.
1: Right. Yep. He, As... And he does. He needs a name to have a victory over in order so, for the...
2: now you see him this will put him in the you you win this fight, you're more likely in the in the top ten, top eight discussion. You're gonna start seeing better fights come your way and 145, you know, has some monsters in it, but, you know, once you get up there, who's to say that he couldn't beat Swanson, Lamas? you know, there's some... It's
0: definitely, it's definitely an open place for him, you know, if he just pulls... Fun fights for him, there. Yeah, yep, there's plenty of fun fights and plenty of of good opportunities in front of him. He just got to pull this one out today. Heard him, you know, on Saturday. Uh, The co-main event... We are going to see Dennis Bermudez take on Honey Jason. Uh oh, we lost the internet's technical difficulties. Now,
1: one minute we're going to
2: look at this internet deal. I think, uh, I think Jason, like I said, coming off of that suspension, it's going to be. Uh, I think there might be a little bit of but I mean, Honey Jason has proven that he is a beast in there, and he's just one punch away or one submission attempt away from ending anyone's night.
0: At least, you know, with him being suspended, still he's maintained in uh, being busy and competing out there in jujitsu and stuff. So, Honey Jason's definitely not a guy I want to be on the ground with.
1: I don't think the no, not at all. I, I don't think the the rankings reflect. Just how competitive this fight's going to be with Dennis Bermudez being ranked eight and Honey Jason not being ranked at all.
0: Yeah,
1: well, I I don't think it represents how talented Honey
0: Jason really is. No, Jason's just being suspended for so long, and you know a lot of guys passed him. Yeah, he
2: he just had to fall off just because. Yeah, I mean, he wins this fight, he'll get he'll just get bumped right up, no problem. Oh yeah, Yeah. he
0: he cracks the top ten with a win over Bermudez. (laughs) But uh, like you, I, I like we were saying, I've learned not to pick against Bermudez. Until I'm proven otherwise. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Bermudez on this one. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what Honey Jason brings back to the cage. Uh, we got what, one more talk about on the main card and then one for the prelims. Uh, yeah, Leites and Kamosi makes sense. We got a number 12 Talas Leites taking on Chris Kamosi.
1: Uh, two veterans. Yeah. You know, 34. 35-plus yeah. fight veterans here.
2: Uh, yeah, I think this one's going to be fun. You have uh, Chris Camozzi. I mean, he's, a, he, he, you gotta be, he's sitting pretty regardless of what happens in this fight. I mean, you know, coming back to the UFC to take on uh, Jockeray for... Uh, I think that kind of put him in the good side of the UFC. So if he loses this, it's not that big a deal. Right. If he wins, it'll be nice for him, but it's not like he's about to, to win this and they're all of a sudden going to bump him up to fight uh, Luke Rockholder Chris Wyden anytime soon.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, st- anybody being willing to step up and fight Jacare has got to put a feather in your cap. Absolutely. With the brass, for sure. Um, how do you see this one going down? Uh... I,
2: I, I think it'll be uh, I think Talcetis will take it I mean he's coming off I don't know if it was his last fight or if it was two fights ago the bisbee fight that it was a split decision it was, re- it was a close kind of fight uh, I was really impressed by latest, uh, in that one uh, I think that uh, I just have a, I just have that gut feeling that he will he'll uh, have fun with uh, Camozzi but I just keep on getting reminded of those elbows that Kamosi had no problem landing on Joe Riggs <laughs>
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about what he did to Diesel. Oh, Lord. Uh, Talos Latis.
2: Like 20 odd second knockout. That was just, I mean. <sighs>
1: yeah. Well, you got a guy in Talos Latus who is, I think, far superior on the ground. Absolutely. Then you're looking at a, at a guy of Kamozi. He's. Right. He's. Uh, uh, I feel he's going to use that to his advantage. Get him down, smother him, maybe submit him. Yep. Um, If not, run out the clock on the ground, brutalizing him. Yeah. And uh, I I give Talos Latis this one.
0: I'm going with Latis as well. I think is going to put up a good fight for him. Uh, But, like, uh, for all the reasons you listed, uh, just the ground game in his own self is way too dominant for Talos Latis. Uh, There's... Some other decent fights on the main card. Uh, headlining the FS1 prelims is going to be Dominic Steele taking on Court McGee. I like Dominic Steele a lot. Um, I think he's going to really destroy Court McGee.
2: Yeah, Court McGee is another one of the guys that, he, he, he you know, the kind of the Caceres thing, wanna fight, lose a fight, win a fight, lose a fight. Yep. Not going to be going.
0: Not a lot of consistency on his part.
2: Um, it, uh, he's fun to watch sometimes, but other times it's just. I, I think this will probably be a, a pretty quick one, maybe early second round. I
1: like I like Dominic Steele's toughness in this fight, his striking advantage, and I think he'll use that. There's not. Um, Court McGee isn't the toughest guy on his feet. I mean, he, he can hold his own, but I think Steele is just that much more, and the striking is going to be the difference I agree. in this fight.
0: I agree with that yeah. one as well. I think uh, I think Steele is going to win it either by KO on the feet or with a stoppage on the ground, pounding him out. Court's just he's just too inconsistent, and I think Steele's got too many weapons.
2: Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think it's going to be probably a first round feeling it out. Just how am I going to get it done? Second round, finish the job. Thank you very much.
0: Absolutely. So in rounding out, uh, headlining the early prelims on Fight Pass, a pretty exciting fight. Uh, Number five, Cub Swanson taking on number 14, Tetsuo Kawajiri. I like this fight. I like it a lot. It's two fun, exciting guys. Cub has looked pretty good as of late. Um, Kawajiri, what was his last fight? Was, uh, what was, was it, it? Bermudez? I think it was the Bermudez fight. Yep. Lost to Bermudez yeah. after winning two in a row against Jason Knight and Dennis Silver. Um where you know i mean he's he's put together some pretty good win streaks until he gets into these one losses where cub has been what he's on a two fight win a cub is speed cub is, no, cub is definitely cub is speed. Uh,
1: so much speed um where uh, Cabo jerry i mean he's 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 a quick cat but i don't think he keeps up in that
2: the speed department yeah, and in the you hands. Look at the, you look at the guys that have like, beat Cub Swanson. It's you know, like you're looking at names like Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar. It's not Holloway. Uh, he Cubs Swanson, should win. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at how to be a pretty, a pretty good fighter in order to to beat Swanson. I'm not saying that Cub is not a good fighter, but I just don't think he's. At the same level
0: as those guys? No, definitely not on that. Not on the same playing field as the guys like no. Max Holloway and and Frank Edgar yeah. and Jose Aldo at all. I think Cub. I'm going to say Cub finishes him in the second. I think he KOs him. Catches him with a you know yeah. good good combination and puts the lights out.
1: I don't know if I'm going to say first or second, but I'm definitely going to say a knockout. Okay. victory.
0: I was leaning towards first myself, yeah. but I think. I think they're gonna kind of feel each other out in the first round. Cubs gonna later in the round gonna do some damage to him and soften him up and then finish him yeah. off in the Cubs.
2: Head. Cubs very aggressive. I was, I was always leaning towards more like a, a third round uh, finish for Swanson. I just think that you know Kyle does have you know, he does have that heart. He that's has true. A, and I and I do hate saying he has heart because that's such a lame way <laughs> to say of fighting, but he does. But it is. Ground, and you'll see the finish in
1: the third. Well, I definitely think. I mean, at the end of the day, Cubs are going to walk away with the victory on this one. Yeah. Um, How, whichever way it happens, and I definitely see a knockout being the cause. You know, uh, Kyle Jury's got a hell of a chin. He's a tough, tough guy. It's not going to, you know, it's it's not going to be an easy fight for Swanson by any means. But you know, Kalaji's forty four fight veteran. I mean, he's he's been in there and seen a lot of guys and a lot of styles. Uh, cub, cub aggressive, cub seen speed.
2: Lately that. Uh, so yeah, as I say, we've seen lately that when you have a guy that has that many fights it, it does catch up eventually.
0: Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, there's I mean there's a there's a ceiling with the amount of fights you can have, but so yeah. overall I think it's going to be an interesting fight card. There's some some good quality fights, not the best things, but it's a good filler in between and our last card until UFC 202, where fireworks are going to happen, and we'll yeah. talk about that in a few weeks.
1: It'll be August 20th. August right? 20th. It'll be a hell of a card. Yep.
0: So we got a couple of news stories before we get hey, out of here. Well, what was that, Ryan? I'm sorry.
2: I was just going to say, I guess the the good news for you guys is, you know, each had the same guys winning, so that's got to bode well for you guys if you want to throw the money down in Vegas.
0: It's true. Yeah, it's true. Absolutely. Follow the Dempsey, get the dollars. (laughs) 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 So, we talked earlier about Tyron Woodley and how we all felt like he should champ up and and fight, but uh, it's looking like, according to... Sure dog that a fight between him and your boy, the goat in Ryan's eyes. Uh George Saint Pierre. They're they're uh, they're trying to put together a fight for these two to go against each other. And uh, I have no time for you. no time your, you. for
2: MSG. Yeah, I mean it, it would
0: that would be the one that would make the most sense is M S G. If you're gonna come back and be yeah. George, why wouldn't you come back to the biggest fight? They need, they need to stack yes, that yeah. card, right? I
1: mean, with as with as many names as they can being their first card there and being you know, you talk about the GOAT. MSG is the goat of all arenas. Yeah. Madison Square Garden is it's the Mecca. It's 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 it, man. That's
0: uh, it, yeah. You excited about the potential of uh GSP Woodley? No, not at all. No, not at all.
2: Good, um, thank I, you. I, I, I was one of those guys that like, I followed GSP for so many years, going back to his days at the uh, than the FCC in Montreal and into the UFC and and all that. And I think where his career ended was at the right spot. He he took more damage in his last few fights than he had taken his entire career to that point. He was slowing down. I think walking away, and, you know, they showed the videos of him training nonstop, but training means nothing if you're not in there... Truly competing, right? Uh, he maybe somehow he could get the win, but I think if he gets the win over woody he just has to walk away again because I don't like too many of the matchups for him at welterweight.
0: No, there's no. not. There's not a lot of favorable matchups for him at welterweight at all. I mean, outside of the Tyron Woodley fight, obviously for the big money, you could do, you could do him and Diaz again. You could. Go ahead and, and
2: Diaz get. Diaz is clamoring for that fight again now, oh. coming out and saying that he was drugged right before that fight started, and that's why he looked so off in that fight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and GSP ultimately, he could go up and do the super fight with uh, with Anderson that they always yeah. wanted when they were champions. But <laughs>
2: outside of that, uh, that that shit. That ship has to have sailed now. I, mean, I hope so. I
0: hope so,
1: but I could see, I could see yeah. the potential calling for it. Eight years ago, I'd love to see that fight.
0: Even you know? five
1: years
2: ago, no I don't and watch it, but I'll probably weep quietly into my beer as I watch that <laughs> fight happen.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Mr. Diaz, uh, Monday, his 18-month suspension expired. Nate Diaz is or Nick, I'm sorry, Nick Diaz is officially back and reinstated in the UFC, and took shots at the entire welterweight division.
2: Yeah, smart thing to do, right? Oh, Getting absolutely. There, he, he knows that. I mean, we've seen the Diaz's You know, just because they can't fight doesn't mean that they're not out swimming in the Pacific Ocean from Alcatraz to California, and then running uh, marathons <laughs> and triathlons like. They're always busy. They're always ready. Right. So, they're always fighters. Call them out
0: because you know he's going to get paid. And that's yeah. what they. That's all they're about right now. Who? Uh, who do you want to see? Who, who? Dave. Who do you want to see Diaz's first fight with?
1: I, I don't have anyone picked out specifically. I just want to see what he's what he does when he gets back in there after being off so long. Right. And you know if he's the same, and I I believe he's going to be the same. You know, kind of cocky, arrogant. You know, put on a show a little bit, but at the same time, strike his heart out. I yep. am um, i haven't really decided on who yet. I just decided that I, I, I want to see what he looks like now after being gone for so long. And, and if he can stay uh, clear of his medical yeah. marijuana, so to speak, his, uh, his 420 habits long enough to stay clean and not piss dirty. Right. That's where I'm at right now is to yeah. see if he can actually do that.
0: Yeah, that's his biggest fight right there. Yeah, is is beating the drug test? That's it. Yeah, and that's I that's his doing. opponent right now. True story, and yeah. it, it is very factual. So I, I don't really have an opponent I want to see Nick fight either. I'm just happy that Nick's back. Uh, two more uh, fight breaking stories, and then we'll get up out of here this evening. Reported, not confirmed yet, but it's looking like uh, former 155 champion Jafael Dos Anjos has got his first opponent. Uh, rumored to be headlining the main event of the Tough Latin America finale in November will be Jafael Dos Anjos taking on Muskegon's own Tony Ferguson. Great fight for Tony. A lot of people, I think, are screaming and crying about how Tony needs to get a title shot now because he's on eight-fight-win streak, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? You almost got knocked out by Lando Veneta. Yeah. So...
2: And, you know, we've seen guys that have gone on eight-fight-win streaks and nine-fight-win streaks, and everyone's saying, oh, they have to get their shot, they have to get their shot. And you look at the names that they beat, and some of them are nice, and, you know, some of them aren't really those kind of names that you know. And when they finally face the name the streak ends, and I can definitely see Dos Años making that night miserable for him.
0: I can too. Oh, Dos Anos if, is uh,
2: if if he if he chooses to, yeah.
0: I you know, I wanted I wanted that Tony and Nurmagomedov fight really bad. I didn't think it was a good matchup for Tony at all. No. I mean I've gone on record many times of saying that that to that extent and um also just the fact that I think Tony needs to get his head straight and stop trying to play a role and just fight. Yeah. But a guy like Dos Anjos is a scary
2: individual. how he looked was phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Well, Dos Anjos poses a a huge threat to Tony that he's never seen before. This is someone that's an, an absolute animal on the feet and on and the, the ground. ground. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the with wrestling. So yeah. outstanding skills and a former champion at that, Tony has never fought anyone like that nope. before. You know, he's he's fought some, you know, your Gleason Tabos and your Abel Trujillo's and, you know, D- and Edson, Edson Barboza. Pensions, but... I mean, great fighters all in their own respect, but RDA is a step above all of those guys.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll be pulling for Tony because the former you know, champion is the easiest. Or beating the former champion, rather is always the best way to get your, yourself that shot. But
1: definitely,
2: then you gotta wait and see what happens with the out of and of Alvarez and yeah, that, that I mean, what this first? And then maybe then he gets a shot at, the, at Habib and if
0: if he can pull this off against RDA, I absolutely believe Tony should be the. The next one in line for the he, has he to deserves be. it. He yeah. has to be.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I can't see who else that we throw up in there. No, I mean, the, the,
0: the,
2: the, if you ha- you know you got Alvarez versus Habib for the belt. There's there's no one else, right? There, it has to be. Uh, it has to be the title. Yeah, I think the winner, regardless, has to get the shot.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, without a question, that that yeah. has to be the next title shot is the winner of RDA. Definitely inflation. a title eliminator.
2: Yeah, so we and, gotta And, and it first loses. Ross Pearson's there waiting for
0: him. <laughs> or possibly the next guy we're going to talk about. Uh, Will Brooks has got himself his second fight already booked into the UFC. He's going to headline a fight night in Portland in October against... uh who was it? Oliveira? Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira. Uh, Alex-, Alex Oliveira. Not, not Alex Olivera. Yeah, Alex Oliveira. Sorry. The other Oliveira. So good,
1: uh, it's a good early fight for Brooks to, you know, keep getting his feet wet in the UFC, to learn a different, you know, he's been uh, only had one fight so far on this big stage, and the UFC stage is a lot different than fighting, you know, on a lower level. Um, crowd's different and bigger. Uh, cage is different, you know, so you know, at the end of the day, fighting's fighting and Will Brooks is a hell of a fighter. Yeah, and this is
0: this card's actually the fights that have been announced so far. There are some, ex- you know, some good fights. Uh, Sergio Pettis is taking on Louis Smoka. Um, Mark Wart. Nate Mark going to be fighting against Tanda McGorry. Uh, Berkman and Bobby Green. So, you know, we'll see how the rest of the card break will shake out over the next few months. But there's already some potentially good fights. But Will Brooks. Uh, just fun to have the guy back in the UFC and continuing to fight and marching Absolutely. his way towards getting a title shot. And I, I think
2: um, the benefit that Will Brooks is getting is uh, is basically the way that Alvarez had started off when he jumped from Bellator to the UFC and had his little early struggles before uh, finding his way. I think the UFC is smart by not putting them right into the the big pay per views. You know, you round right. them up on. Ultimate Fighter finales. You line them up on fight nights. You slowly get them up. Then you're gonna get. And I think this will be. He wins this. You'll see. You'll start seeing them getting much better uh, opposition again.
1: I, I, yeah, they threw Alvarez in the Shark Tank when he. Came. Yeah, I mean, Cerrone right away
2: on short notice.
0: Yeah.
2: That's uh, yeah. that's a. Oh, yeah, we have, you, you're former Bellator champ. Okay, yeah. Here's the here's Cowboy Cerrone. you'll have fun for yeah. 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, here we
0: go. Have fun, son. Short notice fight. So that's gonna uh, that's gonna wrap up this week's episode. We want to take a moment. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us, man. It was a lot of fun to, to actually finally talk to you in person, or as in person yeah. as we can get over the internet. But it's 2016, this is in person. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, you and I talk a lot back and forth with each other, and and have been you know commenting with each other for for a couple of years through through the way of the Warriors show. Which you know, you are the executive producer. We should have mentioned that right off the. Right off the jump, give you a little credit where credit is due. Yeah, yeah. Where's my? Yeah, I, I have a title. You do have a title. <laughs>
2: you, you should have, sort have plugged up.
0: them off the bat. Set your game up. I know, man. I I fucked it up. What can I? <laughs> what
2: do you expect? I, f- I fucked That's things right. up. I'm yeah. doing the so editing. So we can play change something. Introducing as <laughs> the Grand Wizard, and then it
0: but we don't give. We don't mention your oh. actual title of. Executive producer of the Way of the Warrior show, the show that is responsible for this show. So, um, but yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: I do want to say thank you guys very much for having me on. you know, it's always lovely. like you say, we do talk back and forth, and it's nice to you know to get on with you guys and talk and break on some fights and you know have some
0: fun. Oh, it, it definitely will not be the last time we have <laughs> you on. I mean, we had already planned on having you on for two hundred two, but we just wanted to get you on earlier just to talk and bullshit with you. So. I know I don't give me the credit
2: for Shevchenko.
0: Yeah, we got to give Jeez. you your credit for Shevchenko, your credit for Woodley. <laughs> but you know, like I like I've said to you many times David, I just appreciate the fact that how much interaction you you give with the show and and help push things and and things like that. Like it's, it's appreciative to have not only someone that is willing to participate in the conversations but brings things to them. You're you're a very well-knowledged fan of the sport. You know, you, you can pull stats out of your ass. Talking about Dan Miller and freaking, I mean, (laughs) goddamn man, who who remembers Paul Harris versus Miller? UFC Rio was a
2: landmark, man. That was the first UFC in in Brazil in like ten years. Come on,
1: (laughs) if I had your memory, I'd rule
2: the world. If you if you guys have 3 hours, I can break down that entire car going down to the regional <laughs> Communist and southern Main event, crazy.
0: Oh my god. I know you could. I really sometimes just for the shit of it, want to do something just, like that with you? Just listen. Yeah, I just want to sit back and listen we'll, to you. We'll turn
1: on the mic and let you go, yep. brother. So
0: uh Yeah, we're, once again, Ryan, thanks again man. We'd love to have you on. Uh hang on the line with us for a minute. We'll Say goodbye to you properly after we end this show real quick. But uh,
2: we'll have you awesome. back again. Sounds good, and uh, thanks you guys again.
0: Absolutely, man. Thanks, brother. So that's going to wrap you, up guys. this this week's episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. As always, make sure you're checking back in with us on Facebook. Uh, follow Dave on Twitter. Dave, you want to plug your Twitter?
1: Yeah, at David Van Bogelin and I will share that on our page because my name is impossible to spell. Uh, Our Twitter has been giving us nothing but problems. We're erroring out every time we try to add anything to it, and Twitter's not been helpful in the response. So we're going to use my personal page for now to get the things out there, and I'll share that again on the page.
0: You can follow me on Twitter if you want to. I don't really tweet a whole lot, but it's uh, (laughs) it's at capital M U X capital B I F F all one word. It's at Muxbiff. Yeah, we'll be back next week. Break down some fights. Come up with some crap to fill some time because we actually have a week off without fights. So, for David Van Boglit, I'm Jeff Shanahan. Thank you, Ryan Dempsey. And we'll be back next week with another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show.